We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Tosh, oh, you know, it's great to have him. You know, I think there's an appreciation for him by everybody. You know, our organization, uh, his teammates, I think players in the league and certainly the fans. And I think the fact that he's from here, you know, it's all all of the above. Uh, He's just a a high quality person on top of everything else. So, um, you know, happy for him and we're, we're glad he's with us. All right, Hush Sue again. Thanks for the contribution. JB and DDV reminds me of a duo out West. If you are talking about the duo that changed basketball about a decade ago, I mean, it's hard. It's really, really hard not to see what you're seeing because they are lights out from three and they have such uh, uh, chemistry together. And finally, like when one gets hot, the other's right around the corner. So why not us? Why not those guys? I mean, well, not really. When DDV gets hot, Brunson gets hot, but Brunson has been hot forever and Dante DiVincenzo has been great, but he doesn't have the same like balancing effect that Steph and Clay had. But listen, if this is diet Steph and Clay, I will sign up for it. I will 100% sign up for it. That's that's I think the fair. It's it's Steph and Clay light. It's a Steph and Clay variant that doesn't have the same all-time great ceiling that 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 had, but my goodness, is it helping them win basketball games at the moment? So I and look, that's why you said at the beginning, like the DiVincenzo of it all is is why like it gives you Clay Thompson vibes, and it made the the Jazz start to honor his shot tonight. And you saw the double, Jalen Brunson double teams stop in the second half. So um, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, so I mean, look, Divincenzo did have to play with them for a season, and maybe Clay Thompson was his sensei for a little while. But you know, um, I don't want to say light. Well, I don't want to say diet. It's more like it's more like the variant. Um, it's, it's more like Splash Brothers Zero. You know, not like diet Splash. Brothers. So- <laughs> like it still got the flavor there. Like it's not a different flavor. You know what I'm saying? Okay, that's fair. That's fair. That's very fair. Uh, thank you, Hush Sue, for the contribution. 
All right, Will Oliver, thank you for the contribution. Complete team effort. Precious been a revelation. 100%. We did not think, look, Precious Chua last week was precious ass. You know what I'm saying? Like, if, he's come ass a long Chua. way. Yeah, he was ass Chua. Exactly. He's come a long, long way in seven days. So shout out to that guy, man. And shout out to the complete team effort that it took to beat a Utah Jazz team that's been feisty all season to beat them on the second half of a back-to-back when you just beat the pants off another team. This was a t- if there was any time for the Knicks to to get caught slipping, it was tonight, and they didn't because it was a complete team effort. So absolutely, I think that's what's given me any hint of like like surreal confidence. Is like this was a team that was due for an effort loss, you know, and the effort just went to a different level tonight. So I, I mean, that's why I'm super optimistic that we're without OG, we're without Randall and the efforts still good enough to help you beat a team that in the month of uh, going into the tonight, the jazz were 10 and five in the month of January. This wasn't a bad basketball team, at least hasn't been playing bad this month. So yeah, I'm, I'm right there with you that, like say what you want about it being a schedule loss. We said at the top, say what you want about being a schedule loss for the Jazz. Uh, the Knicks traveled further than the Jazz did to their game from last night to tonight. So uh, thank you, Will, for the contribution. All right, Bernard Richardson, thank you for your contribution. Fellas, I'm fully out the window tonight. There's no team in the league that I fear going into a game. Teams should be terrified to play us full stop. Down three starters. Down three starters from game one. Yes, agreed. But I was waiting start- for it. Mess is going to clarify. Mess is going to clarify. Is, the starter is Arnstein, guys. We got to get used to that. Um, but yeah, look, I don't fear anybody either. I mean, well, I can't say that because the Clippers are really scary. And the Celtics at full, at the Celtics at full street steam ahead, they're, they're a machine when they're full when they have their full strength so those are the but that's to me that's the only two teams that i'm worried about i think the clippers and the celtics are the class of the league right now i think you give the seven games against the thunder you give us seven games against the the wolves you give us seven games against the bucks the sixers the 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 cavaliers the the suns any of those teams i'm not worried i'm not worried at all so this team to me right now they're not inner inner circle title contender because that like well no they're title contenders they're not title favorites i think the favorites right now would be the clippers and the celtics but right outside of that the knicks are right there the knicks are right there in that title contender range right now so yeah i'm afraid of nobody the look listen they got to come and they got to see hardenstein and and og and on defense they got to go you know avail their chest to Julius Randle. They got to go get uh, pump faked and pivot stepped to oblivion by Jalen Brunson. They got to worry about DiVincenzo. They got to worry about Josh Hart turning into a mod Bradshaw on fast breaks. Like they have to worry about that. So as much as one of the things that I love to say is like, they got to play us too. You know, we may have to play the Celtics, but they got to play the Knicks. We may have to play the the Bucks, but they have to play the Knicks. And I think we should be proud that, yeah, that's a tough team over there, but our guys aren't slouches either. And I'm not going into anything with a pessimistic out view. I think the Knicks can beat anybody. Absolutely. Yeah. I'm, I mean, you bring up the Clippers and you bring up the Celtics. Um, I'm just going to give an advanced stats check for a second. So the Celtics are currently number one in net rating at 9.5. Uh, but that, that's their net rating. The Thunder are currently second in net rating at 7.9. Now, the Clippers, they're growing. They're, they're jumping with the Knicks. They're fifth at 5.9. The Philadelphia 76ers are at 6.9 is their net rating on the season. The Knicks are right behind them in fourth place. 
So while we jump the Sixers for the three seed and may be able to put a one game cushion based on what happens in Golden State tonight, um, because the Knicks were able to win by double digits, if the Warriors could take care of business in the second half, there's a chance that the Knicks are third in net rating in the entire sport. That's so I'm saying enjoy it now because there will be, I'm not to be a Debbie Downer, there will be moments where they struggle. I'm expecting there to be. Maybe they do. Yeah, just they're not going to win the rest, the rest of the year. Who knows? But like, there will be moments where we're like, oh, this is what it looks like when this team struggles. And we need to be prepared for that. But also we need to enjoy when they're really not struggling at the moment. So I'm, man, would that be cool if they ended up in third in their rating in like 24 hours. So, all right. The, the, non-diet version of Stephen Stephen Clay. Please take care of business in the second half. I'm not rooting for that. Thank you from Bernard for the super chat. All right, here we go. We got Armand Berdinage. Um, I think I'm pronouncing that right. I'm not too sure. Thank you for your contribution. Most fun I've had watching the Knicks since the 90s. If this team is fully healthy in the playoffs, look out. I mean, yeah. Um, I think the last time the Knicks had a se- had a first um uh, had a January or a month as good as they have had this season is like 95. I think 95, it was. 95. So, yeah. So yeah, that checks out. The stats are right there with you. The Knicks are as good as they've been since the 1990s. And if this team is fully healthy, and boy, oh boy, if this team is fully healthy, oh man. Oh man, I'm at the point where I think we're going to host at least two playoff series. Um, and that would be wild to think about. But yeah, I think, listen, look out. A lot, a lot of it is the same stuff. There's nobody we fear. There's nobody that we can't beat in a seven-game series. All we need is a little bit of luck to go our way and for the guys to do what they've continued to do, which is show up every single night. And if I have a team that shows up every single night and has a superstar on their team, the way the New York Knicks do with Jalen Brunson and the rest of that crew, I'm not afraid of anybody because my superstar can go supernova and my my team is not going to let them down. So I'm right there with you. I agree. Um, quick non-super chat that I just noticed. Uh, speaking of the father, son, and the Robert Cross, from my dad, who's apparently chiming in in the live chat, I could be wrong. I need to research it, but I don't think the Robert Cross is how the phrase in the name of ends. I'll get back to you guys. Um, yeah, Take that up the chain, Papa, Pastor, Pastor Dukes, Pastor Father, um, and uh, please let us know what what you find out when you get back. I'm sure that there wasn't any blasphemy or sacrilege being done on this next post game show. Uh, by the way, while you're while you're finding that out, can you talk to the big man about Julius Randle's shoulder and presses to chew his elbow and Quentin Grimes's knee and Josh Hart's knee and just the Knicks in general that they have good health the rest of the year? We'd appreciate that. Just personally, I appreciate that. I Amen. Say, the Lord is still my shepherd. He still maketh me to lie down in green. Mm. Wow. Well. <laughs> listen, I listen. I know. I know when I when I lay my head down to pray, I know exactly who I'm talking to. So mm-hmm. exactly. Robert Cross. Um, <laughs> I'll, I'll read a couple. Uh, Brandon Kohler. Thank you for the contribution. Watching the joy the Knicks are playing with, especially the the Villanova trio, DiVincenzo, Josh Hart, and Jalen Brunson together, is genuinely making me happy as a fan. I find myself smiling from ear to ear. It's a fun group to root for, man. I know the vibes after Quick and RJ were traded was like the heart of this team, or one of the reasons that I fell for this team, or two of the reasons that I fell for this team were gone. Uh, Winning cures everything. And I think that wound... uh, And this, this is the fun part about the modern NBA 
they didn't like not, they didn't die. Like we went and watched them in Toronto. I watched the Raptors a ton now. I still get to watch quickly in the role I always wanted him to. RJ in transition getting to flourish. Like the the Knicks being elite and still getting to watch like Obi is coming in the other night and we're still able to watch him with more of an offensive leash than what he had with the Knicks. Like we're able to have our cake and eat it too. It feels like I don't know how you feel, Mensa. Yeah, the vibes were in the toilet for like 48 hours, but they rebounded like Mitchell Robinson in November. Mm. And we, and listen, I don't I don't I'm sorry, Andrew. Yeah, well, maybe sorry, I was taking a drink and Mensa was really funny. So, go ahead. Um, so I, the way I look at it is the Toronto Raptors are now the Toronto spin-off Knicks and the new the actual New York Knicks are in the thick of things, so the yeah. vibes are at an all-time high. I'm not Listen, it was hard to deal with. And then this team just decided, you know, what? we're just not going to lose. We're going to lose two games this month and we're going to see how you like it. And turns out I love it. So, hey, RJ and Emmanuel, quickly, you guys meant the world to me. But this New York Knicks team is awesome. And I still got love for you guys. But I am enjoying the hell out of the New York Knicks that exists without you. And it has nothing to do with you. It's just this is a great basketball team and I'm happy to watch them. So quick, uh quick quote I want to read from jazz coach Will Hardy that'll make you happy Mensa. So jazz coach Will Hardy on Isaiah Hartenstein. I don't live in this media market. I don't know how much he's talked about, but watching him on film, his values unbelievable. The guys everywhere, even the ones he doesn't get, he's occupying so many people on the glass. He's relentless. You have to match that on every single possession. And on the one time you slip up, he taps it back out or he gets the rebound. That you're guy, starting, Will Hardy, starting center, Mensa. That guy's going places. I don't know about you, <laughs> but that guy knows ball, clearly. Knows ball. I was about to say, that's going to be what you say. That's Knower the of ball. Here. Knower <laughs> of ball, uh, Will Hardy. Um, your thoughts on the minutes restriction that he apparently confirmed today to Fred Katz? Worried because an Achilles is nothing to play with. Um, especially as a Jets fan, I don't talk. I don't want to hear that word for like. Uh, I don't want to hear that, that word for a while. <laughs> but um, yeah, I'm happy that the Knicks are implementing a minute restriction because we need him for the postseason. Um, I'm looking. I'm very much looking forward to 48 minutes of hell, sponsored by Mitchell Robinson and Isaiah Hartenstein. But in order for those 48 minutes to be sponsored, we need them to be healthy. Um, and it had a lot to do. I was really worried about OGN and Nobi because I'm like, this guy is not a guy who's been durable throughout his career. I know the Toronto Raptors fans say that it's been a lot of, um, freak accidents, but still you don't just throw that guy in for 43 minutes a night on January 13th. You just don't do that. And then he came to the Knicks and had no braces. Then he started to wear an elbow brace and now he's out with elbow soreness, you know? Mm -hmm. So it's just the minutes load for me has been a point of contention, I understand, but here's the thing. It's easy to point the finger at Tibbs, and I am listen, he doesn't, he's not blameless in this. No, but no. when you have players that good in their bench, like the bench guys, Josh Hart was struggling for a little while. Precious couldn't play basketball for two weeks. Like you're gonna rely on your good players to win you games. So it's a little bit of both. It, the bench has been thin behind them, and they're also really good. So it was kind of like the worst of both worlds for for a coach like Tom Thibodeau because he's like, I'm not pulling. I'm not pulling Isaiah Hartenstein so the Precious can play 16. I'm not doing that. But now the Precious is playing better. We're seeing, and the minutes restriction is in. I'm a lot more confident that this team knows that these two guys in Isaiah Hartenstein and um, OG Ananobi are due to make like $200 million between the two of them. And we need to pay them that money and they need to be healthy 
excuse me, in order for them to make that money. So a lot of it is good because all of Tom Thibodeau, Isaiah Hartenstein, and OG Ananobi are represented by the same agency, CAA, which is, I don't know if you've heard about CAA, but apparently they're really big with the Knicks. So they're just having that um, line of communication. It's it's not like it's warring agencies inside the building. So um was worried, happy to hear that it's here. And, I, and it's something that I'm monitoring going forward. So my two cents on this, like I disagreed with the, or, or like was worried about the minutes load when it was happening. Um, I can't, I, I can confirm that the Hartenstein injury was an overuse injury. I can't confirm, like I don't think Julius's injury was an overuse injury. He had a freak accident falling over on the, Jaime Hawkins Jr. trying to take a charge down by 25. Um, I don't know how uh, Ananobi got hurt, but I don't know that it's it's contributing to like the minutes of the reason why. I just like the simple math of because you're out there more, you have more opportunity for injury. Like I get that, but I think my bigger takeaway, Mensa, is the CAA of it all. The fact that Tom Thibodeau is honoring a minutes restriction and yeah. not throwing a hissy fit actually gives me not just more confidence that he's lightened the minutes load because you've noticed he's ro- he's rotating differently. Hartenstein is only like he tonight he played 29 minutes. It's the closest he's gotten to 30 and over 25. He played 16 minutes last night. So if it's almost like if you average it out between the two games, that's 50 minutes, right? And then the second rotation he added where like for two weeks, precious, uh, not precious, Ojanobi was playing the entire second quarter, right? And that's what was getting him to the 40 plus minutes. And he's now taking him out uh, with eight minutes left in the second and fourth quarter and sitting him until that three, four minute mark. And those eight minutes are lowering him from 40 plus to around 33. That's what it looked like in those first two games last week until honestly, until the Miami game when he, we, we noticed the elbow wrap. So um, I, I think the, listen, we're dealing with a madman here. That gave me a little more confidence that like, okay, we've seen what the ceiling is when you play them playoff minutes. Somebody talked to him that may or may not run his agency that or that used to run his agency. And they got through to him that like, okay, you had your fun. Make it work with Preston Sachua because we can't make a trade yet. Make it work with Deuce McBride. Make it work with Quentin Grimes who can play more than 14 minutes, right? And honestly, before I, we got to get back to the Super Chats, I know, but like, not for nothing. This also gives me a little more confidence that Hartenstein and like honoring because maybe Hartenstein's representatives went to him and were like, hey, he's got a payday coming. You can't keep overusing him. And that gives me confidence. Like, oh, so if CAA's clients, they want to make sure he's okay. And potentially CAA want him to get re-signed this summer. Yeah, I wonder what team would benefit most from a CAA client getting a payday. Yep. So that actually gave me a little bit more confidence that if Tibbs is honoring that and it's not just like a Roldis Chapman using as many pitches as he can out of him in the playoffs, that maybe there is like optimism that he's going to resign this offseason. Yeah. I mean, the other thing that I was thinking about is um, what if the guys at CEA were like, listen, if you want the rest of our clients to come here, like we said they would, you got to stop playing these guys so much, you know, because Ananobi and Hartenstein are. D- Again, do for paydays. They're CAA guys, and if you're good to the if you're good to the mid level CAA guys, the high level guys might show up at some point. Also, as you mentioned, Tom Thibodeau, CAA guy, 
maybe looking for a new contract soon. So I think that might have had to had something to do with it too. So I'm glad we had that. The, we talked it out though, because that I think was my hearing the confirmation of the minutes limit, and not just that the honoring of the minutes limit was like, oh, the this this feels like grander, bigger forces were involved here. So um, shout out to shout out to uh, creative arts agents, artist agents. What's it called? Yeah, I think creative artist agency. I'm probably wrong, but regardless, shout out to CAA. I know nepotism is a thing and that we should be against, but it kind of works for me right now. So I'll take it. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. What's up, Knicks fans? Quick break to tell you about our new sponsor, Prize Picks. Not only are they the largest daily fantasy sports platform in North America, but they're also the easiest and most exciting way to play. Instead of battling thousands of other players, including pros and sharks, it's just you against the numbers, picking more than or less than on a two to six player stat projection. With the NBA season more than midway through and the NFL season with just three games left, now is as good a time as any to pick combo projections across sports from the specials league for example on any given night take jalen brunson over in points julius randall over in rebounds or og ananobi over in steals then combine it with two nfl props like patrick mahomes over in passing yards or christian mccaffrey over in touchdowns prize picks is a really simple way to play prize picks offers weekly promotions that can lead to big payouts like on taco tuesday each tuesday prize picks discounts select player projections up to 25 percent to provide even more value prize picks now offers Apple Pay for quick and easy deposits into your account all basketball season. You know what to do. Go to prizepicks.com slash KFS and use code KFS for a first deposit match up to $100. Again, that's prizepicks.com slash KFS and use code KFS for a first deposit match up to $100. Prize Picks, it's daily fantasy sports made easy. Hush to I was not sold on Precious, but credit to him, honestly. He found himself a great role in this and plays his butt off. New York born too, which is a bonus. Let's go Knicks. From the Bronx, right? I think he is from, I think he was born in Nigeria and immigrated to the Bronx, but he represents the Bronx for sure. BX. He is, like you said, uh, Nigeria. Um, and yeah, family settled in the Bronx, New York. Went to our savior. Oh, I know that's cool. Our savior Lutheran in the Bronx. Okay. Well, shout out Precious to Chewy. I'm glad you're, uh, we replaced Obi, a local kid, with Precious, a local kid. And, and can apparently place him back up for it too. Uh, shout out Precious to Chua. Uh, next up, Christopher 
Halecki, this team is so deep. I am in awe of the talent. I agree. Shout out yeah. to you, Christopher. Just, yeah, no, just a hundred percent. Like, yeah, yep. there's nothing, nothing else to add to that one. I agree with you, hundred percent. They're on their third and fourth center in the rotation at the moment, and they're like contributing well. Jericho Sims looks great, you know, which makes you wonder why I didn't didn't play for like three four weeks for for some reason. <laughs> it's like you can only start or you cannot play at all. <laughs> the only thirteen minutes is a starter or nothing. Take it or leave it, kid. Mm-hmm. That's it. And now you see him like actually making make contributions against backups. Um, anyway, Juan Cruz gotta get precious in that montage. I am not erasing Emmanuel quickly that quickly, no <laughs> pun intended. But if he, if he can experience some playoff success, maybe the remix of the montage has multiple. I've thought about doing that as like having Obi next to uh Amari, having Ananobi, Sprewell, and JR Smith next to each other as the three number eights, you know. What do you think? Yeah, that would be that would be really fun. Um, it's hard for me to see that number five and it not be quickly. So I think there was just a little bit of that, like I guess, emotional reaction to him. But listen, if he's gonna keep playing like this, then maybe we don't need a backup forward. Maybe when it's playoff time, he does have a spot in the rotation. Maybe he can give you ten minutes. Maybe he doesn't give you anything because he's a rookie player. He's on a rookie contract, and this is his third team. Um. And honestly, maybe some of that third team rookie contract stuff might be overblown because he was traded for Kyle Lowry when the Heat thought Kyle Lowry was a good basketball player. So I don't think he was just a throw in giveaway for the Miami Heat. Excuse me. But um, good. yeah, this is this is a good basketball player or is showing himself to be a good basketball player. Drew is still out because he hasn't been great for his, his career, but he's given us good minutes. So I think that's very valuable. So I'm being told that... Um well, Dirty Dancers in the chat saying, take Novak out while I'm at it. Who's the other number 16 you want? There's really no other number 16. For like, it, it's it's Baron Hunt and like John Warren and Bill Smith. And like, the, he's actually the best number 16 in the monster. For those who don't know that because you're listening, before every YouTube stream that we do, there's a montage that counts down from 25 to 1, and it's different Knicks that wore each number. Um, so that's why I chose Steve Novak for 16 because there is no other number 16. So that's, that's why I have Steve Novak at number 16. Maybe someone should, whoever wants to come here, the, the next big trade that they make, we're number 16. So I could eventually get Steve Novak out. So next up, uh, I'll let you read a bunch, Mensa. We got right. 30 left. So we can, oh, we can we're going to be here a if we want. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. Perry G. Thank you for your contribution. Dante DiVincenzo, a.k.a. Super Splash Bro, a.k.a. My Cousin Dante, a.k.a. The Makings of a Varsity Athlete, a.k.a. The Big Scun Gelly, a.k.a. The Big Ragu is... um, Okay, yeah, that's probably nothing. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no, listen, I'm calling him Carbone DiVincenzo until proven otherwise. So, yeah, shout out to Dante DiVincenzo tonight. Yes, big, big game from Dante. Next up. All right, good Bernard. Dante, not evil Dante. Yes. Dante. <laughs> uh, thank you, uh, Bernard Richardson, for your contribution. We have, there has to be something to DDV spending time in Golden State. The release is so pure and consistent. They thought the third Splash Brother was pool. I mean, look, if the third Splash Brother turns out to be a New York Nick by the name of Dante DiVincenzo, I will sign up for that and good for us. We don't have to, we don't have to worry about signing him for anything for another four more, for another four years. So 
Yeah, great signing by the New York Knicks. Love it, love it, love it, love it. And he plays defense. Like the Fournier shooting that he was supposed to bring here, you're getting that from Dante, except better and more creation and can play defense. Yeah. So, it's, it's a such amazing. a good signing, Mensa. Mm, that just bravo to the front office. It's it's very rare when you get a guy, and I think maybe EPM is out by now, but last I checked, he was 80th percentile. It's very rare to get a an 80th percentile offensive basketball player who operates strictly out of the catch and shoot the way Dante DiVincenzo does. Most of those guys that are high um, in EPM are ball dominant players. For him to be able to be as impactful as he is off the ball is nothing short of excellent. So great signing by the New York Knicks, and we are seeing the value tonight. Officially, by the way, he is in the 80th percentile in EPM, staring right at it. 1.2 EPM on the season. Thank you, Bernard. Dan Hidalgo. Dan Hidalgo, thank you for your contribution. No Julius Randle, no OG, no problem. Baptized my three-year-old niece into the Knicks fam tonight at the Garden. Let's effing go Knicks. I'm right there with you. That is beautiful. We need to, the kids, the Knicks are for the kids, like the Wu-Tang Clan, right? So we need the New York Knicks to have generations of Knicks fans and I'm currently working on my two-month-old son to be a Knicks fan. He may not be able to speak yet. He may not be able to see that far because distance and color and all that stuff comes later down the line. But he knows that he is a New York Knicks fan right now because his dad is a Knicks fan. I'm right there with you. That's great, great, great uncling by you, Mr. Dan Hidalgo. Wu-Tang Clan ain't nothing to you know what with. But they're also for the children. Yes. And just make sure you remember to diversify your bonds. Thank you, uh, Dan Hidalgo. Uh, we're going we're gonna, to uh, uh, eventually end up at just Chappelle references the rest of the show. Man, so I can already see it coming. <laughs> it's coming. Uh, Bernard Richardson, his whole super chat is just Leon Rose. Agree. Agreed. Let's agree. There you go. Thank you, Bernard. Uh, from Jessica, Clarice Elsner. Uh, thank you for the con- contribution. Tibbs Culture for fire emojis. Hashtag jump out the window. Hashtag third seed, bitches. Yes, sir. Three C. We right there. Thank you, Jess. We appreciate it. Tibbs Culture right is at it, by the way. We are building around nine. the coach. Philly <laughs> is down nine. Well, we are building around the coach, but <laughs> Philly is down nine in the third quarter to Golden State. So may have a one game lead on the three seed if uh, this whole the score holds for for the rest of the night. Imagine that. Uh, yeah, yeah. I listen. Tibbs can be a habitual line stepper sometimes, but he's the best coach they've had since Jeff Van Gundy. So shout out to Tom Thibodeau in that sense. Thank you, Jessica. Uh, next up, Armand Bernyaj. 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 Thank you for the contributions. Uh, if the Knicks win this year. I'll welcome our alien overlords. Cue the dancing. There we go. <laughs> That's awesome. I yeah, no, I'd, I'd seen that sentiment going around the internet today. That Look, if the Knicks win a championship, <laughs> aliens could come. I've, I've seen it all. I mean, look, I still haven't seen my New York Mets win a championship or my New York Jets, so I need the aliens to hold off for a little bit. But hey, if the Knicks win a championship, I'll be right there with you guys dancing in the streets. I'll be right there with you as well. And the aliens would come here. And if they said that they, they not even the Mets, they're not going to wait for the Mets to win a title because they're just like, man, we have to wait for this to happen, this to actually work out. And the Jets, they'll get me started. Yeah, forget you know? about it. The only thing, reason they'd come here is because they think our quarterback, they know our quarterback knows that they exist in right. the conspiracy theories that he uh, uh, believes in. Thank you, Armand, for, for the contribution. Uh, next up, Anthony Sixto. 
We had the Mexican mush, the Claudio curse one, two, and three. Now we have the Jeremy Jam will bring us to the ECF. Uh, Knicks aren't just good. They're going to be good for a while. I agree. Yep. Sustainable culture. Sustainable, sustainable, sustainable. This team is built around a player who is 27 years old, 28 in, I believe, August. So we got a lot more. We got a lot more coming. This isn't a one off season. This doesn't feel like the we here year where you kind of felt like the the other shoe was going to drop. This isn't the 2013 season where it was mellow and a bunch of dudes that were 37 and older. This is a team that is built the right way and has a ton of assets to continue to be sustainably great. So right there with you. Next up, again, from Jessica, you can read this one. All right, Jessica Elsner, thank you for the contribution. Jalen Brunson equals superstar, agreed. Julius Randle equals superstar, not quite there, but I'll give you the turn tonight. <laughs> All-star, let's do that. All-star. All, all right, Tibbs equals Lord of the Rings. Hashtag my precious. Give me I mean, your golem. Give me your golem impersonation. I don't have one. I'm sorry. I don't think my voice is restless. Yeah, I have, I'm go. not. I've, listen, I know my strengths in life, and that is not one of them. So that's a great impersonation. I, I'm not. I'm not there. Um, but yeah, Tibbs. Tibbs is a, a great coach. Let's get him one ring, and then maybe if he's Lord of the Ring, it'll be the heaviest ring in NBA history. Because this Knicks ring has been. Listen, it's been coming for a long time. I don't know if we're ready for a world where Tom Thibodeau won the Knicks a championship and we have to work with John Macri every day. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. Saying no. it, okay? It has to be said. I love all the people involved in what I just said. Just, yeah, no, honestly, it'd be. I think if Tom Thibodeau was a championship, that would be the most profanity-laced Macri mm-hmm. rant of all time, cursing yep. at everybody. <laughs> Drew and PR would just be like, I, I quit. Like, There's no fixing this. There's there's nothing no, he literally told every single Super Chat, thank you for the contribution, go go to hell. And just even people are saying, we love Tibbs. You didn't love as much as I did, go to hell. <laughs> Listen, I'm... I, again, warts and all, he's a habitual line stepper, but I... I recognize what he's brought to this team. I also, this is the beauty of the pregame pod, which to people wondering where the pregame pod's been the last two days, if people honored their commitments, then there would have been pregame pods the last two days. Um, but also being, having said that, um, being able to talk to other fan bases and hearing like complaints about Spolstra and complaints about Steve Kerr and complaints about Nick Nurse and all these other coaches that people here say like, if we had X coach, we'd never complain about him. It's like, no, nope, you complain about everyone because yep. humans are fallible. Like Tibbs isn't perfect. I was rooting for, I wanted him to pull the starters of five minutes left. You take the good with the bad. They yep. it was, this was a Tibbs effort tonight that I'll take it because it led to a Knicks victory. Yeah, the thing about coaches is they're so like their decision making is so visible where like they're being like every decision to like that they make is more, I want to say, um not necessarily important, but they the decisions they make, I guess, are so few and far between where it's like I'm pulling this guy, I'm putting this guy in. Like, you know, every time a coach makes a decision, whereas with a player like Julius Randle or Jalen Brunson will take 25 shots and you don't remember the one or two bad shots they take. So it's easier to see when a coach is making a mistake. But at the same time, Tom Thibodeau has come here and the worst we've been is 37 wins. So 
listen, you can't throw the baby out with the bathwater. Tom Thibodeau is a very good coach. There was a guy who wrote that Tom Thibodeau was a top five coach in the league. And we all thought Jonathan McRee ghost wrote it. (laughs) I think over at NBC Chicago. But listen, Tom Thibodeau is earning his stripes Um, at this point. I think I want to say that maybe he should be coaching the all-star game. I think it, I think we're at that point. Three seed, um, maybe Missoula gets it. Who knows? But well, no, it's by record. Oh, they. Oh, they, I thought it was just like they just choose. It's um, by record. No, it's okay. by record. So basically, but you can't do it back to back years. Is mm, the thing okay? So Missoula, didn't Missoula ironically, as of right now, it would be Doc Rivers. Would it? It would go to Doc, even though he just got hired. He's the head coach of the team. So you want to know where this comes from? You know who coached the All Star Game in 2016 for the East? Ty Lu. Because he took mm, over for David Black. Yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. So I guess it's Doc Rivers. That's boring. Whatever. Well, it maybe is. look, it, look, we're one and a half games behind them. There you go. That's a, could you imagine Tibbs like yelling Jesus effing Christ during the All-Star <laughs> game? Get back on defense. It's like, Tibbs, this is the All-Star game. Like, what are you doing? Yeah, take a chill you know? bill, sir. <laughs> like Jason Tatum plays 45 minutes in an All-Star game. He's like out there running pistol sets. It's like, bro, we're here to play pickup for two hours. But you see, that's the strength of it. You get mm-hmm. Tom Thibodeau to coach the All-Star game. Ah. And all of the non-Knicks play all the minutes. Randall and Brunson. Well, obviously Randall and but Brunson plays six minutes and just like it's more cardio. And, and Tyrese Halliburton plays the other 42. Hallie, Giannis, Dame, uh, uh, Tatum, and Donovan Mitchell and Embiid. He'll ha- find a way to get six guys on the court and they're all just yeah, he's just going to overplay all of them. There you go. Thank you, Jessica. And I, I, this is for the chat. Mal Brussels. That's my golem. Wow. That's, that's amazing stuff. <laughs> Thank you. Man of, man of many talents. That that happens to be one of them. Uh, ben Kim Garvey, Merry Tibbsmiths, and a happy St. Hartenstein's to all. Agreed. Beautiful. You're up. All right. Charlie Boy the third. Uh, thank you for your contribution. I love this team. Enough said. Agreed. I I love this team as well. 